Hey, welcome to this week's episode of Chingasos Combat Crew, your one-stop shop for all your combat news. And we got a banger this week. We got UFC 292 post-talk, AIG grappling results, all kinds of UFC rumors and fight smack. Fonzo, how you doing this weekend, my man? Oh, man. Good, good. And a little disappointed, though. Um, I didn't get to catch any of the fights last night. Yeah, but uh, I kept up with them on Google, kind of checked out the results throughout the night. Uh, so I'm looking forward to you breaking it down for me and the rest of the uh, the Chingatos Combat crew out in cyberspace uh, who are listening to the show. Uh, so anybody who didn't get to watch it like me, get a glimpse to what happened. So, Oh, yeah. We're going to catch everybody up, and we're only going to talk about the fights that you care about the most or the fights that you should care about and go back and watch when you get a chance. So let's get this bad boy started, Fonzo. First story on the lineup that we're going to be talking about. And by the way, before we get started here, I want to wish everybody out there a happy Monday. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Don't forget, head over to our YouTube page, C underscore Combat Crew, so you can get the video of this. Otherwise, sit back, kick back, and get ready to get caught up on all this week's combat news. So earlier in the week, Fonzo, an announcement came out, and it looks like Joanna Champion is officially calling it a career in the UFC. No mas Joanna Janjacek in the cage as a fighter. Oh, no way. Yeah, bro. Did you hear about this? No, no, no. It no, kind of like, it was, it was really like sneaky. Like, it, I saw it on Reddit. I think uh, maybe Ariel Helwani might have said something about it. But, like, there was no talk on UFC's IG page. Nobody was talking about it on Reddit, really. Like, it, it was nowhere. It's just like it happened, and it went away super fast. So, so like, she, she didn't have a fight recently, right? Like, the last, no. what was her last fight? So, it just... Was it Zhang Wei Li? Oh, man. I don't know. Let me, let me look. It might have been that last loss to Zhang Wei Li. Uh, but, dude, she was a champ for a minute, man. She made people tune in. During those early Reebok UFC days, remember, dude, she was just yeah. destroy people. Dude, yeah, Everyone she was on a warpath. Yeah, she was. And it wasn't until Rose kind of cracked the code. But then even yeah. then, she still came back. And I think, did she did she ever get the strap yeah, back she, after that? She did, right? Um, I think she fought for – yeah, no, she did. She did. She did. Yeah, so. She got the – yeah, she got the strap back. Um, because she ended up fighting for it. Wait, no, 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 she never did. She okay, uh, so got, it, got it, and then you know, but she she was a contender for the belt twice after that once against Valentina, once against Shang. There we go, yeah. So she's always at the top, man. Once she came in, she just took over, and it took a while for people to catch up. So super glad that we got to see her at her peak and uh what a career man what a career she definitely helped elevate women's mma especially in the ufc so yeah. congratulations joanna you deserve this retirement thank you for the memories bruh what about this i know this is your boy jdm he's been looking for an opponent as of late in the welterweight division and then like monday or tuesday this came out that mm, Kevin Holland is supposedly in the mix as a as a proper uh, an opponent for JDM. Maybe even making the are they still trying? I don't know if they're still trying to make the UFC card or if this is just or I mean the Australia card or if this is going to be going on a on a headline its own show. 
But soon after it came out, Kevin Holland came on Twitter and said, I don't know what you're talking about. I never agreed to this. But since then, I just keep hearing that he's agreed to it. Have you heard anything as of late, Fonzo? Yeah, I think the last thing I heard was, was like the announcement. I think you had sent that to me. Uh, you sweeted this to me. That's right. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then shortly after, um, you said, wait, hold up. Like, hey, Kevin Holland just posted that he hasn't signed shit, right? Yeah. And yep. uh, But after that, what I, what I caught was, like, you know, people just got ahead of it. They, like, they just kind of heard the rumor mill, and then they posted it. Like, oh, this is happening while well, it hadn't been definite. So they were still working on like a back end contract or whatever. So there were talks about them fighting. Um, I don't know where that left off, um, but it looked like it was like it was going to happen. It just hadn't been signed yet officially. Yeah, I, I, I don't bet think it you, has yet. Yeah, not yet. And I bet you they haven't ironed out the final details. I'm sure money is being involved here because it's probably going to be a late notice fight, you know? Right. The full camp, and he's kind of just like, hold your horses, you know. Let it's not official just yet. So, but right. what is official, dude? What do you think about this matchup, dude? I think it's a great matchup. Um, this is going to be good for both. Yeah, yeah. JD as an up and comer, and Kevin Holland as trying to you know establish himself in this division and let people know that hey, I'm not a gatekeeper. I'm here right. to the top, and, yeah. and he comes, he brings it every time, dude whether he's got a full camp or not. So this should be a banger of a fight, most definitely, bro. All right, bro. This is not a fight. Actually, this is combat news. This ain't UFC news, but this recently was announced. This is a rumor that kind of started over social media. I don't know if you know this guy, uh, Bradley Martin. And I put D Martin because I don't even know what his name is, actually. His name is Bradley. But sometimes right. my dyslexia gets the best of me. <laughs> So yeah, no, Bradley, I don't know who this guy is. All right, so check this out. So this guy is a social media bodybuilder. He's got a big following on IG and X, I guess, or whatever. And uh, this guy's trying to with I don't know if it, this has been going on for the last year or so, but it's going on for a, quite a while. This guy goes to UFC events or uh fights or post fights or whatever. He's always hanging around where there's fighters. And he's always challenging them to street fights. Like, what? hey, how do you think you would do? You Would you fight me? And most recently, he challenged Nate. And he asked Nate, hey, how do you think you would do against a, in a street fight against me? And Nate started laughing at him and walked <laughs> away. So somebody said, I don't know if somebody mentioned this to him or he came up with this idea himself. But he wants to fight Mighty Mouse now. And he's Damn. challenging Demetrius Johnson to a jiu-jitsu match. To a jiu-jitsu match. Okay. Yeah, so it's not going to be striking. It's going to be jiu-jitsu. And eventually this got out, and Henry Cejudo brought Demetrius Johnson on his podcast, and they talked about this. And Demetrius yeah. is like, I'm fucking, dude, I'm going on vacation, but in two weeks I'm coming back, and I already told him we're going to meet up in Santa Monica, and we're going to do this. So I guess – I guess this is really going to happen. So this got brought up on the JRE podcast, and this is Joe's uh, you, uh you're, you, you know fighting. Bradley Martin on the podcast said he was going to beat – he could beat Mighty Mouse, but he doesn't know Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse said, I'm going on vacation, but when I get back, I'm down. They're not going to have an MMA fight. They're going to have a jiu-jitsu match. Bradley Martin has no chance. 
He has no chance. Is there a time limit? There is not a time limit. Then he has no chance. Is that right? Zero chance. He's going to get his back taken. Oh, he's 100% going to get choked out. So we're going to. It's going to take time. Yeah. We're going to lay some mats. Bradley is enormous. Mm -hmm. And Bradley is so fucking strong. He's an athlete, too. He's He's an athlete. Yeah. Yes. No, he's he's a fucking specimen. Truly. He's a specimen. Now, if this was in a street fight, the thing about Bradley is he can hit you with the earth. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he can literally pick you up you and you're going to you. hit the earth with what does he weigh? 270, 280. What does he weigh? He's, he's 265, but, but like if you, his hands, Man, dude, when you grab his hands, yeah. so but his hands are huge. The amount of force yeah. that body can generate. If that guy picks you up, and smashes you into the ground, Correct. your body will shatter. Yes. Your body will shatter. Yes. If you're a human being, if he if somehow or another Mighty Mouse fucks up and that guy can pick him up and slam him into the ground, I don't know how much Mighty Mouse is going to be able to physically do to mitigate that. Right. If that guy knows how to pick people up, if he has any wrestling at all, he's so big. Yeah. And Mighty Mouse is, you know, he probably walks around at a buck fifty yeah. or a buck forty five and he right. cuts down to one twenty five. He's so good. I know. He's but if they just no slamming, if they just do a jujitsu match, jiu-jitsu. no slams in jujitsu, bro. Mighty Mouse is gonna get him. He's gonna get tired. He's gonna get him. Yeah. He's gonna get. So yeah. there you go, Fonzo. Doesn't that. matter how much you bench, your neck can't take that pressure. You're gonna get tired eventually, dude. All Mighty Mouse has to do is make him wait, make just stay alive, survive until he gasses, and that's gonna happen within five, ten minutes. Who knows? And it's only jujitsu. So what's he going to do? Like, he thinks he's going to be able to press Mighty Mouse and smash him into the mat. Like, people, I've been reading things on Reddit, and people think, like, he's just going to, like, Mighty Mouse is just going to let this giant into his guard. Like, first of all, he's probably not going to play close guard against this guy. That would be a dumb idea. Right. So if he does happen, I mean, and that's what they're thinking he's going to do. He's going to get in his guard, and he's going to can open can't Use the can opener and finish on him. Dude, you think he's just going to let you do that? And first of all, he's going to he's probably not going to go for a power move. Demetrius. He's not going to go right. for an arm lock, he's not going to go for a wrist lock. He's not going to go He could go for an ankle lock or a heel hook because that's always yeah. a weakness of these big guys. But I would say it's going to be something up. He's going to go for a sub down below the legs, the knees, the ankles, the foot, or he's going to choke him out. More satisfaction would come from a choke for sure. But I, I would just imagine he's just going to gas him out. And I wonder if this – I'm sure this is going to be no gi because if it's gi, he's definitely got no chance. Because <laughs> yeah, then Demetrius could use, use the gi as a weapon as well. You know what I mean? He could play some spider guard. He could play some lasso. And that's always good to, to keep the big guys away. You know, he's probably going to play an open guard. He's probably going to be light on his feet. I don't think he's going to try to wrestle because that wouldn't be a very good idea, you know. Right. But uh, it's going to be fun, dude. And this is going to be what jujitsu is all about. Big man taking on the little man. Yeah. And in this case, the little man is the expert. So we'll see, think, man. The- where do you think they'll, they'll, um, they'll televise it? Or where, where could you stream I, it? Like Flow someone's Grappling, probably going to – no. Someone's probably going to put it on their podcast and put it behind a paywall, try to get some money out of this. Okay. Because even right. Henry Cejudo was like, yo, bro, we got to make sure you get paid for this. All right, Fonzo. Let me ask you this. Did you watch Ultimate Fighter Season 31, Episode 12, my man? I 
can't hear you, dog. Is your mic muted? Yeah, you're on mute. Oh, there we go. Start over. Three, two. My man, let me ask you for the last time for this season. Did you watch Ultimate Fighter Season 31, Episode 12? I did not. Ah, you almost had me for a sec, dog. All right, I'm glad you didn't. That's that should be the theme. I don't think you should ever watch any Ultimate Fighter just so that we can keep this segment up. Because if you did watch it, then we wouldn't have anything to talk about. Right. All right, bro. So on this episode, we had Cody, Cody, Cody Gibson from Team Chandler taking on the only member of Team McGregor that made it to the semis, and his name was Driss. I forgot the guy's name. But uh, Cody Gibson beat the crap out of him. So that set up Cody Gibson taking on Brad Katona in the finals for the Bantamweight Ultimate Fighter contract. Also on this episode, uh, Kurt Hollibaugh, uh did a little uh, crawfish crab boil up there. So they did that. They were hanging out. And that was pretty much it, bro. So the finale was announced. The matchup, Brad Katona taking on Cody Gibson for the Bantamweight contract. Both of these dudes hated each other, dude, while they were on the house, apparently. They didn't say anything about it until this last episode, but apparently these two guys were beefing quite a bit in the house. Just over roommate shit, you know, like leaving their stuff. One of them would leave their stuff out. The other guy's kind of like likes to clean. And since the other guy... So Brad apparently is a little messy, and Cody doesn't like that. And after a couple of warnings, or not really warnings, just like, hey, man, pick your stuff up. And he didn't. He started leaving him notes like, fuck you, Brad. Pick your shit up. <laughs> <laughs> so they really didn't like each other. Uh, on the other side of that, we had Kurt Holabaugh and hey, Austin man, Hubbard, right next to me. Oh, yeah, dude. Same thing. Any who wouldn't like? No one's gonna like that, man. No one likes that. So these two guys did meet up in the finals. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. When we get to the UFC 292 wrap up, because these guys normally, Fonzo, don't they usually have the uh, the finalists fight on their own card? Like usually, it's usually a fight night. They're usually not on the pay per view, right? Right. If I remember correctly. Yeah, they usually have their own fight. They're like <laughs> the head. Um, not well. Yes, they've been the headliners before, right? For so a smaller have, show, for, for like an ultimate show. fight night show, yeah, but never for a pay per view. So it's kind of weird that. They were on the prelims of the pay-per-view, but it was kind of cool. So yeah. people tuned in. Um, next story, Fonzo. One of my new becoming favorite fighters, Roman Kopilov, is set to take on Anthony Hernandez on short notice after Chris Curtis got hurt in training camp. Dude, are you stoked for this guy? I don't know if you remember this guy. He won his last match by like some crazy wheel high kick, dude. Um. Hmm. I don't remember him. Well, I have to look it up, but he made a very good impression in his last fight out. It was a second round TKO that ended by high kick, like I just said. So, uh, Anthony Hernandez, watch your head, bro. This is going to be a good one. So, stay tuned. Next story, bro. Jiu Jitsu news. This event is not over. I believe it's wrapping up right now so this is what we're talking about is the aiga amateur international grappling association so they're holding an event right now and this has been a two-day event so it started yesterday and it's concluding today 
but it's a tournament. It's like a team kind of thing, almost like quintet where on this particular tournament, they had, they brought in four teams, team Adolfo, team universal fighters, team Nurma Gomedov MMA school and team Al Leon. So these guys have each one, two, three, four, five, six, seven weight classes, and they pick one to two fighters for each weight class. I think they have like an alternate in a couple of the weight classes, but for the most part, they only have one. So Team Adolfo is basically made up of a bunch of ADCC veterans. Like all of these guys meddled in the last ADCC, minus Luke Griffith and John Hansen. I believe everybody else either got a silver or at a minimum a bronze, if not gold. Bodani got a gold. Uh, Wait, so none of these are pro jujiteros? They're all amateurs? Uh, no, they're they're pros. So, I, I mean, it, it, technically, I would say they're pros because they've all done super fight shows. Right. They're all getting paid to do stuff. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I guess they unless they make like an official jujitsu league, I guess they can say they're still amateurs. Mm. You know? But But... I mean, isn't the term amateur someone who plays sport for free, basically? Because right. once you get paid for something, that's it. You're a pro. Yeah, you're a pro, right. I'm pretty sure all of these guys have had a super fight where they've gotten paid for sure. So this is <coughs> Team Adolfo made up of Breno. <coughs> I'm sorry. Breno Peterson, Zach Kaina, Fabricio Andre and Gabriel Sosa, Dante Leon Colabate, Isaac Michel, Giancarlo Bodani, Lou Griffith, and John Hansen. So again, that's the team Adolfo. Universal fighters. I'm not even gonna try to say these guys' names because they're mm -hmm. all crazy. I'm a Amadov, Zawur, Malgazar, Amir, Ibrahimov. I'm I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. But they're killers, dude. They're killers. And they all look like Islam Makachev. <laughs> Nurmagomedov, MMA school, Riza Rizyov, Agashirinov, Artur, you same thing, bro. And guess what? They all look like Khabib. Team Al Leon. These this team is made up of a few ADCC trial veterans, at least Joseph Chen, and uh, who's the other kid that's on here? Uh, his name's not on here, but Kenta uh, Iwamoto, I believe, who's a B team member, is also on this team. So he Kenta has a good match against Dante Leon. Uh, Joseph Chen had a really good match against Isaac Michelle. Who else had a good match? Dante Leon, uh, Dante Leon had two really good matchups. Gabriel Sosa had a sick matchup against a universal fighter on day one, and they were about to get in it, dude. Uh, Giancarlo Bodani had a matchup against a universal fighter today and took a headbutt to the face, dude, oh, at one point. Yeah, so some of these guys are like, they're. I'm not going to say they're playing dirty, but they're playing dirty, bro. Like yeah. snapping the back of the neck on a, you know, on a collar tie. Uh, pushing them in the chest to try to get rid of, create some space, you know what I mean? And then coming in head first into their face in mm. different times. So I haven't watched all of the matches, but the ADCC guys are not having an easy time as a lot of people thought they were. Mm. So it's actually pretty cool the way they structure this. Uh, like I said, there was like seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven weight classes, but I believe the team to get to four or five subs first wins. So not everybody is technically going to have a chance. And another thing that I like is each person has a three-round match against someone in their weight class from the other team. So they do three, I don't know if it's four or five-minute rounds. 
Okay. And the first like two and a half minutes is submission only. And then after that, they go into points. All right. Have they so been in a, at all? Dude, there was one match that was, oh, the uh, Gabriel Sosa match was like 0-0 zero, zero up until like the last two minutes of the match. And that was round one, round two, round three. So there was no scoring up until the last two minutes of the whole fight. But it was the most exciting 0-0 zero, zero match ever, dude. There was takedowns. There was passing attempts. There was like just lots of drama because both of these guys were like kind of like one guy would do something dirty and the other guy would do something dirty back. And then uh, if they would settle down and then another one would, would do something and the other guy would retaliate. So I don't want to give it away. I'm going to go back and wa finish watching the rest of the show. But uh, it's like a it was like five hours yesterday and it's like another five hours today. So pick and choose what you want. It's a lot, a lot of jujitsu. Uh, just go back and watch any of these matches, really, though, man. And sprinkle throughout. They got some, like, little kid matches. And they, actually, the little kids are beasts, bro. The little kids are freaking ninjas. They're diving on shit that you're like, what the hell? These guys are <laughs> dude, crazy. You know how, like, overseas, like, in I remember when I was taking a physics class in college. And our the, T, the instructor was a grad student. And he was from Japan. And we were like, yo, his name was Yen. And we were like, Yen, how are you so good in physics, bro? And he's like, in Japan, we take physics to be in third grade. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> so what we're doing as adults, these guys are doing as children. <laughs> There's levels out there, dog. There's levels. That bro was like measuring retrograde mercury in fucking third grade. He what he was, man. He yeah, he was. He did have a little nuclear reactor in his backyard as a fifth grade science project, probably. <laughs> Bro, this was a story Damn. that you broke to me last week. Like it's been kind of steaming up, and we've been hearing a little bit about it, but all of a sudden it got a lot, a lot of steam last week. What are we talking about? The anti antitrust lawsuit against the UFC, bro. Dude, it sounds like something's actually gonna happen right now. Yeah. Well, you know, what I was reading about it and watching, like I've been watching a lot of videos on this and shit and just reading like articles. Um, yeah, dude, this has been a long time coming. Like this is this is taking a lot of years to get to where they are now. And what I one of the craziest things that I fucking read about this case was that, dude, the judge like knew that this was going to happen like like at least five years ago. So like, why do they wait been, so long? I don't know. He's 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 waited five years just to write this, to write this this uh, to to put this out basically. But for five years he knew that this was coming. So I don't know what was going on. Like somebody was stalling him or whatever. But he finally did it. He finally wrote it out and said, "Okay, this is a lawsuit." Okay. I know what happened. Yeah, that yeah. fool finally got busted for streaming UFCs, and now he's like, "Oh, <laughs> now you're gonna cut my streams, Dana? All right, puto, check this out." <laughs> So you sent me this video uh, from, what's this page called, dude? MMA on point. MMA on point. So let's play a this video. So if you haven't heard, a judge in a $5 billion lawsuit against the How's UFC sound? just literally Perfect. called UFC contracts ruthless and coercive, that the promotion was suppressing fighter compensation and you was engaging say. in anti-competitive conduct. A pretty damning set of statements by a judge who will be ruling on this case that's about anti-competitive conduct. 
This is known in U.S. law as antitrust. The UFC ownership tried to have the case dismissed as meritless. They were denied. They sought a summary judgment asking for an immediate ruling in their favor without trial. They were denied again. Their last chance to avoid this case was arguing against the plaintiffs receiving class status, a crucial step for the lawsuit to go forward. Earlier this week, that status was officially granted and certified Ooh. by the judge presiding over the case. The UFC is running out of options, and after nearly 10 years, this lawsuit might finally be heading towards its conclusion. I'm Damn. So the sheets yeah. have been pulled, bro. And on top of that, I... I I read something that that judge you're talking about allowed like a bunch of like behind the scenes, behind the scenes stuff to start to come out like emails, text messages where some of the managers that have been involved in this knew about stuff that was going on. And they were like part of the deal. I I want to say it sounds like what was happening was the UFC was like, hey, bro, we're going to give you this much money, but we don't want your fighter to do A, B or C. Right. And right. so they probably helped change the minds of their clients to not do certain, take certain deals or something. So, yeah, it sounds all bad, man. We're probably going to be, hear be hearing a lot of trash coming out pretty soon. Uh, probably going to hear. I, I don't know if we're going to we're going to continue hearing about it over the next like few months. Like we might hear some some here and there in the next couple of months. But honestly, as to what I've been reading and hearing, like this it's is going to take, take another a long five years. time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's going to take That's another five years before it goes to an actual trial. So it might, it's going to fizzle out and then come back again years later and when, when they finally are getting ready to go to court or reach a settlement. It's going to be um, like COVID. I don't know if they're going to end up going to, yeah. I don't know if they're going to end up going <laughs> uh, going to trial, though. I think it might go to settlement, but hey, we they might try to settle before. We might get our buddy on the, on the, on the podcast, right? um king huaco here and help us break it down at some point that would be sick that would be amazing because I, I sent you that text the other day when the what was it that i sent you yesterday it was like the first page of the dot um, of, of the i don't even know what they call that crap it's like the first oh. page of the lawsuit or whatever yeah 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 the suit yeah it, it, yeah, yeah and i was like what does this even mean so we need someone to break it down yeah. all right dog last Thursday night, all the boys chipped in, and we worked it out on our party suit show. Let's go over the results, Doc. All right. Just, I'm going to kick it off by going over my picks first. I picked Weidman by sub round three over Tavares. That did not happen. Dude, did Weidman break? Oh, I don't. you didn't see. I, I didn't see. I, what happened? Dude, his leg was getting chopped up. It got jacked what, up again, leg dude. Kicks? Yes. Tavares attacked the leg, dude. Damn. That's <laughs> kind of shady, tragic. but it's like, hey, it's cutthroat, bro. It's a business. Hey, did, uh, did Whiteman throw that leg kick like he said he was going to? Not right off the bat. It took him a while, but eventually he did throw a kick. I think it took him like a minute, minute and a half, but eventually he okay. did. And uh, he did look a little bit slow. Uh, and then it didn't help that Tavares was kicking the crap out of his leg, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't... Yeah, I don't have the highlights for that one. But, yeah, Weidman lost. I lost that one. Uh, I did say, though, that this fight was going to go to decision. I said how fight will end. It's going to end by points. So I laid 100 down. I got 105 back. But I didn't hit anything else, dude. I said Chito by KO, TKO round three. Nope. I said uh, Magni by points. Nope. 
I said Magni by sub. Nope. And then I went Aljo by sub, and that didn't even come close to being true. Let's take a look at Cousin Ant's picks. Cousin so how, Ant, much you, how much you win? I only got 105 back. Okay. Yeah. So you won, dog. Uh, we'll get to that in just a sec. Cousin Ant. Cousin Ant picked Wybin by sub round three, like me. I actually took that pick from Cousin Ant. So we both went lost on that one. Cousin Ant also had uh, Cheeto by sub round two. Missed that one. He had Magni to win round three. I didn't X that one out, but that one didn't hit either. Uh, he went Lemos by points just because he was trying to play the odds, I, I think, on that one. Yeah. Plus 1,000. That's kind of hard to ignore. And uh, <laughs> Lemos, that one didn't pay out. He went O'Malley by round one, two, or three. He should have went by KO. He would have <laughs> hit that one, and then he would have won everything. So close, close call on that one, cuz. And then he used his last 100 to say that he was going to have more wins than you at plus 300. So he's got zero wins. So all you had to do was win one. So let's see yeah. how you did, Fonzo. You picked Magni by points. You that did not out. hit that one. You yeah. went Cheeto to win round three. That I almost got it if I, I would have gone. Yeah, if I would have gone by points. Damn. Yeah. Uh, you went Wei Li by points, and you did hit that one, my friend. So you went Dang. 100 bucks at 380 so you get a nice fat return of 380 on that one. You went O'Malley by KO round two. That didn't happen. Yeah, oh, that wait. Did that happen. did hit. That did hit. And yeah. so that's 1500 That's like almost like three, three grand, two, almost. 2900 2800 2900 somewhere around there, dog. Good yeah. shit. So you hit that one as well. And then you also hit your last one because you bet a hundred bucks that cousin Ant was gonna <laughs> hit zero picks. That was a bold, bold move, my friend. That's like cousin Ant drew a line and then you drew a shorter line. Well, it's it's easy when it's Ant. <laughs> and, I'm sad, and, I'm, and I'm sad he's not here to defend it. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> He'll be back, bro. We got UFC 293 <laughs> right around the corner, and you know he's going to be ready. He's going <laughs> to be ready. So those are how right. our picks went. Fonzo, you officially win the UFC 292 Parlay Super Show event. Who the fuck is that guy? See what happens <laughs> next time, dog. You're good. You're good. <laughs> Celebrate with the cool one after this, my man. No, no. Uh, all right. Let's get into this, dog. The official UFC 292 results. I know you said you didn't get to watch the show. I did. Um, I was expecting more out of the card overall, dude, because if some the fights were like, ah, they were okay. Um, the Magni fight let down the Cheeto fight, dude. Like, I must have not been paying attention as much as I I'll talk about it in a little bit. Let's get into this, bro. Let's get into this. First fight that we're gonna be talking about was a fight on the prelims. One of the finale, the finalists from Ultimate Fighter, Kurt Holobaugh, taking on Austin Hubbard. Fonzo, me and you both took Kurt Holobaugh on this one. Even though we didn't bet on it, we said that Kurt was going to win. And sure enough, he did, dude. He won by a sick-ass triangle that he got from his guard where he was originally going for, a, for an armbar. And this is so sick. I super love this move. Pay attention to it, Fonzo, because this is a move 
that one of my favorite coaches back in the day used to have us drill constantly. And I'm talking about the man, John Salters, bro. John Salters right. used to drill this from guard where you would go arm bar, triangle, kimura, oma plata. You just drill these back and forth. So if they defend one, you easily trans switch to the next one. They defend that, you go back to this one. And this is exactly what he did. So check this out, Fonzo. This was such a clean-ass move. Check it out. There he's going. You see Kurt going for the arm bar. Triangle. Austin flips over. And then as soon as he switched over, look at how he flipped that those legs over for the Man. triangle, dude. Beautiful transition. As soon as his head pops up, he flips then his legs bar, over. Look. Yeah. Bap. Yeah, that's beautiful. And then at this point, he's got it locked in. So it's just a matter yeah, of time. Push the he elbow, doesn't have yeah. to rush anything. And look at that. He pushes that elbow in, Adjust. tightens it up, and starts yeah. to slowly, slowly squeeze. And there's yeah, the tap. Damn. There's the tap. So he gets the tap. Round two, just a little over the halfway mark. So Kurt Holabaugh ends up winning by sub round, and he gets the contract. He's back in the UFC, dude. Uh, there you go. Word was on the show yesterday, though, that the losers were not going to be given contracts and that's usually oh, not that's usually not what happens you know if you put on a good fight they usually keep you and uh i'm, I'm wondering uh, what's I gonna feel, happen i feel like i feel like the still like like up to dana's whim you know what i mean if he thinks he's mm -hmm. gonna get you, yeah mm -hmm. he's still gonna give you a contract I don't yeah i'm sure off the table. i'm pretty sure we'll see austin back you know because he's he's yeah. he's a good fighter dude so after kurt got the w they put the mic in his face and guess who he called out who Patty the Batty Pimlet. Who the fuck Ooh. is this? Who the fuck is this? You know what? Patty. That would be a pretty cool fight. You're right. You're right. You know what? I was just, I, I don't know why I forgot. I was watching something this morning. Dude, that'd be a great show. Yeah. And they were talking about like possibly like if they could do that in Ireland. Oh. That'd be even. Kurt sick. would get so much hate, dude. That would yeah. they would hate his guts, but that would be a burner of a but fight. Imagine that would be that would be like a, a good fight night headliner. Yes, exactly, I dude. Think. People would tune in. People would tune in because oh, yeah. people want to see Patty get beat. And this could, I mean, this would be a good win for Patty if Patty could pull it off. Likewise, if Kurt could pull this off, like I would imagine he would. That would launch his career. You know, that would be yeah. a good, good highlight reel for him. All right, dude. Next fight that I want to talk about. I'm not going to really, I'm not going to go into the other Ultimate Fighter finale fight. It was Brad Katona, Cody Gibson, a lot of back and forth. I think Cody won the first round. And then after that, Brad just took over, dude. Brad's cardio was just a little too much. Cody started to gas out and he started landing more and more shots. And it was just a culmination of too many shots. And Brad mm -hmm. ends up, Winning by unanimous decision, and he gets a contract, and he becomes the first two-time Ultimate Fighter winner. I don't know what that yeah. means, but yeah. So, unfortunately for Cousin Ant, looks like we're going to be seeing a lot more Brad Katona. Sorry, cuz. <laughs> All right, dude. I think this was on the pay-per-view portion. Gregory Rodriguez taking on Dennis Tululian. This is Gregory Robocop Rodriguez, bro. Watch this because it did not take very long for Robocop yeah. to do his thing, bro. This was a this was still on the prelim. What's that? This was still on the prelim. Oh, was it? 
Yeah. What happened to this? Oh, I hit the wrong button. <laughs> so here we go. Rodriguez got Tulunian down. He's circling. He's inside control. And then he just gets full mount like nothing. Like he just yeah. opened the door and walks in. It and then he just starts bringing the hell along. Down. He just like stepped over it. Yeah. Not, look at this. And then these elbows, dude. I think he that was that he was done after that one. Yeah. Like, yeah, his dude, his arms were limp. Like he yeah. wasn't even trying to defend. No. Yeah. Look at this. There's the mount. There's one elbow. Turns There's... over. Goes for the choke. Nah, just kidding. Here's another elbow. And a punch. And another elbow. And like, one more. I, it almost seemed like as soon as he turned his back, he was done. Like he didn't want to fight anymore. Yeah, he was. I think what he was probably doing once he gave up the back, he was giving up the choke, and he didn't want the choke. He wanted yeah. some. He wanted to rain some elbows, which he yeah. did. Which is his prerogative, bro. If that's yeah. how he wants to end the fight. That's what he's gonna do. And then he got on the mic, and I don't know who he called out, but he's putting the middleweight division on notice, bro. Yeah. So I think his next fight's definitely gonna have to be against a a contender. So we'll see who he gets next. But dude, that was a fun fight to watch. Although it didn't take very much time. All right. That was dog. What, first round? Second round? First round. Yeah. Very first round. first round. All right, dog. Next fight on the main card. Uh, I don't did this this fight didn't start the pay-per-view off. I don't think. I think this yeah, it did. Oh, it no, did? It okay. Did. It, it was. Okay, then maybe that's why I wasn't paying too much attention because I didn't think that this was gonna fight, and I was still like doing stuff around the house. So I wasn't paying too much attention. I remember I was messaging cousin Ant because every time I looked up, I was like, oh, he's doing the same thing he always does. Chito. It looked like he was just walking, walking. And you know, Pedro, dude, Pedro Munoz doesn't waste time. I mean, he's always busier fighter. He's always throwing something. And that looks bad if you're a judge to me, you know what I mean? Especially if you want Chito to win. Right. So every time I looked up, I saw Pedro punching, kicking, moving, stalking Chito, and then I would see Chito throw something back every two or three shots. But apparently, when I would look away, that's when Chito was doing all his work because he <laughs> outstruck Pedro round one, round Ooh. two, and round three. Dog. He, he was like he was like baby group dancing in front of Batista. He was every time you. I look, he's like. <laughs> so check this out. This is the there's no highlights in this clip, but look at Pedro's face, dog. Look at Chito. And look at Pedro. Yeah. Chito's like, I'm going to go get some prime at the liquor store. Pedro's like, can you give me a bag of ice for my face, dog? <laughs> and an IV. <laughs> yeah, dude. And can you get me a tropical punch? Prime? So what, That's my favorite. What, what was the score? Do you remember? Like, what was oh, it was unanimous, bro. It was unanimous. 30-27, 30-27. Damn. Yeah, he, he beat that booty. Let me see here. See if they have the official scorecards. Look at the stats here, dude. Total strikes, 141, 113. Significant strikes, yeah. One one takedown attempted each, but otherwise, they were taught. Dude, Joe Rogan was saying, he's like, this is a Muay Thai. This is a boxing match in MMA. Because <laughs> they were just punching, dude. So, Ch Chito's got to win, bro. Can you pull up the bantamweight rankings, dog, real yeah. quick? Yeah, actually, I, we could do that right here. Let's share that. Because I want to say that everyone's hurt, dude. Let's see who let's see who could fight right now if if they needed at the end of the year. 
Marab. So Marab is hurt, but I don't know how hurt he is. Sean, well, Sean's a champ now. Yeah. Henry Cejudo's available, and he doesn't have a fight. Corey can't fight. Jan, I guess he's available. So Marlon versus Henry could possibly happen, or they're going to make Marlon versus Sean already. That's that's another rumor I was hearing. So let's Sean talk about that. Let's talk about that after we get to the main event because that's going to come right. up in just a bit. So next fight I want to talk about your boy, bro. You and Cousin Ann were all over this dude. Neil Bagdy, Ian Machado Gary. Machado Gary says he was going to put on a clinic over Neil Magny, and he pretty much did, dude. He lay kicked the crap out of him. This was unanimous decision again, and uh, let's see what we got here. Let's see what uh, – I think this is just a decision. Ladies and gentlemen, after three rounds, we go to the judges' scorecards for a decision. The judges score the contest, 30-26. Yeah, 30-26. And 30-24 for the winner by unanimous. 30-24. That's ridiculous, dude. Because at no point was he... I mean, there might have been one chant one time where he got... He seemed like he was in danger. And yeah, it wasn't ass moving, but I never thought it was a 10-8, much less a 10-6 round, bro. Or a 10-7 round, whatever the shit they gave him. No way, dude. So now... Yeah, so Machado wins. So now... He's probably gonna take um he's probably gonna take Magny's spot at number eleven because with that performance, although he beat the crap out of Magny, I don't see that performance being enough to leapfrog Luke. Sean Brady hasn't done anything in him. Uh, I don't know. I don't see him leapfrogging 10, 9, or 8. And he did call out Steven Wonderboy Thompson, and Wonderboy Thompson's already like, I'm not interested in that, bro. You're not doing anything for my career. No, it's not, but it would be a good fight. It it could be an interesting fight, dude. I want I would like why not JDM and Neil and uh and Machado. I know that's two two up and comers, and you would kind of torpedo somebody's career for a little bit, possibly, but I be a good fight too, you know, unless you want to do Machado and Jeff Neal again. But yeah. I just felt like like he should have got him out in the first round, dude, or maybe even the second. Because he didn't really try to finish him until the third round at the very end, and and he couldn't. So I don't know, dude. I mean, as much as I want to say I'm impressed, I'm not. I got more questions than answers. Because he should have finished an old ass Maggie on short notice, who was on one leg for sixty percent of the fight, dude. Because like halfway through the second round, he was hopping on one foot. Oh no way! Yeah. Oh, so shit. I don't know, dude. He should have finished him. He for sure should have finished him. So we'll see. We'll see what happens, dog. Uh, yeah. Anything you want to add to that? No, no, no. I, I, I mean, I, I do want to see Machado versus Thompson. Um, I, I just think stylistically that'd be an entertaining fight. But yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, it would be a good fight. It would be a good fight. But I'm with Wonder Boy. It's not going to do anything for his career. Being yeah, it definitely does. Auto is not going to get him a title shot, and that's what he wants. That's why he wanted to fight Kamaru. Right. Yeah. All right, dude. Co-main event: Wei Lijong taking on Amanda Lemos. Amanda Lemos was the underdog, but there was talk 
that she might be able to land a power shot and put out Wei Li. Wei Li must have heard that shit and she was like, Not the nah, bro, check this shit out. Look at, my look, at this, look at these stats, bro. Look at these stats. These are final stats from the fight. Ground control time? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Is that 288 thrown or landed? Landed, bro. Shit. Landed. Total strikes. 288 to 21. Fuck. Yeah. Dude, From a fighter in the world. Hold on, hold on. Pause it. Pause it. From the stats alone... From the stats alone, dude, it almost seems like a freaking pro versus an amateur. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. I mean, look at the like, check out her face. Like, she did land some shots. I want to say, like, the fourth round, she was able to keep it on the feet, but every other round, Wei Lee had her on the ground and she was dropping. I mean, look at her face, bro. Can you expand that? Can you expand it? Oh, yeah. Damn. Look at her face, dude. Her right eye is all swelled up. Yeah, the whole the whole right side of her face is all. Yeah. Yeah, she just Man. put it on her, dude. She put on a clinic. So she was not Man. ready for this at all. Yeah. And freaking Wei Lee just looks like she went for a job, boo. Like that's Yeah, I mean, she got, <laughs> she's got a little mouse under that left eye, but it's nothing compared to what Amanda Lemos got. That's so, crazy. yeah. So Wei Lee keeps the strap, and I don't know who is going to take it from her dude rose tatiana bro tatiana the next fight right tatiana yes it could be man i don't know if they're gonna make her fight yan yan shaunan and tatiana and then the winner gets wei li you know because tatiana just fought what last week or the week before so she could technically take another fight this year yan shaunan hasn't fought in a minute so she could definitely fight this year and I don't see that would be a good fight too, though. Jan and Tatiana. Yeah. No, oh yeah, Jan, Jan and and Wei Li. Oh yeah, it would, dude. You know, Dana would love to have that in China. Yeah. So maybe they do Tatiana and Rose, and then they go and move forward with Zhang, Zhang, uh, Wei Li, and uh, Jan because that I was the talk. That was the talk yeah. for a while. Remember, we thought that was was going to happen, yeah. but it, it just yeah. didn't. All right, right, dude. Let's get to this main event, bro. Me. Event. Dude, I have never gotten something so wrong ever. This was awful, I bro. Have, I have. I have. Remember, I'm Amanda sure it's going to happen again, dude. I'm sure Amanda, Amanda Nunez. <laughs> she got her fucking block knocked off. It happens, bro. It happens. Every now and then you get those unpredictable situations that occur. It's almost like there was a script written, bro. It's like, bro, they followed the did they follow the script? How did this happen? How do you come in with your face? Like, let's just watch the clip, bro. Let's watch the clip because I cannot believe that it went down like this. All right, here we go. Check it, bro. Shot late round one. This is 30 seconds into round two. Bang. Dude, that that overhand and right. Just, just counter punch. Just oh beautiful. yeah, dude. And he was falling back. Was he falling back when he threw that punch? He was. He was. He look. was retreating. But then he's look. Oh yeah. Pause it. Pause it. Pause it. So go back to like right before he lands a punch and pause it. Okay. So he was retreating, right? He was. Yeah. He was retreating from from all those uh, Aljo's punches. But then he stops and then uses that back foot 
he plants it, and then that's what he gets all that power for that counter. Yeah, block. look, you look at that back foot. He's pressing on it already, leaning. Yeah, bam. and then bam. Yeah, he just timed it perfectly. Clean like he, shot, yeah. bro. Clean kill shot. Drops yeah. him on his face, right, and yeah. then follows it up with some GMP, some hammer fist. What do you think, dude? Early stoppage or not? You well, that's what, I was, that, that's what I was going to ask you right now. A lot of people are calling us an early stoppage. You're throwing hate at um, what's his name? That uh, one landed clean, Goddard. but he still yeah. fight. Look, he no, I, dude, I counted it. I counted it. He took twelve clean shots. Twelve clean shots. Kind of like in that instance where he turns his back and gives and turns away. Like ah, that's kind of hard to not stop the so fight. Watch, at that watch. Point. One, two, three. Wait, that was three at the end. But if you count all the shots, it's about twelve shots. So go back to the to the knockdown. One, one, two, two, three, three, four, four, five, five six. six, seven, eight, nine, ten, le ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Yeah, he Four, definitely six, took seven. double digit shots to the dome, yeah. dude. So, yeah. but that's the champ, bro. I think that. At that point, when he rolls over, right? Let's see if we can get to it. Right here, see how he rolls over? Yeah. And, and gives up his back? I would have let him take two to three more shots to see what he was going to do. If he covers up or rolls back into open guard and tries to kick him away, he's still defending himself. But he just, if he turtles up from that, let's see what he does at that point because maybe he rolled over like that because that's a strategy he uses. Because against Henry, he would roll over like that and try to move his head. But I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it's hard to say. Here's the thing, man. Like, could could it have gone longer? I think Definitely. so. Could it could have? But like, if you're looking at it from protecting a fighter, gotta keep him safe. You're right, man. Double digit double digit shots like that. That's not good for anybody's head. Not good. No. Yeah. So I do I do I think it's an early stoppage? No, I don't think yeah. so. I don't think so. I don't I see don't anything wrong. With, I didn't see anything wrong with it last night. I don't yeah. see anything wrong with it right now. I know there's, no. I know, I know his cap is definitely saying that it was an early stoppage. Um, they started saying some things about the, about the, um, about the ref, you know, nah. Jason Herzog. Yeah. I think yeah, he did a good job, man. He's just trying to protect him. That, and, that's exactly uh, right. That's exactly right. Like we know, man, I, I Joe's a fucking, you know, he's a sometimes you got to protect fighters from themselves, man, because they're their right. own worst enemies. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, live he's to fight another day. Definitely, right. definitely. You know, he would have kept going, dude. And uh, he'll be back. I don't know if he's going to want to come back down to 135 or he, he as he's no, he said he's staying. He's staying. He said what? he's staying. Oh, yeah, my he said he's God. Staying. Does he want a rematch? I, you know what? That's I a possibility, wonder, man. That's I wonder if he has like an automatic rematch clause in his contract or something. I don't think he did. I don't think he did because otherwise he would have talked about it. But he just, I just heard this morning, I was watching that MMA on point, And that's one of the things that they brought up is that he's, he announced he was staying in the division. Um, so let's look at that, what that looks like. So, so he's not going to, he, he's not going to fight Marab. So does that mean Marab is going to get an instant title shot? Or are they going to do Cheeto and Shaw now? Because that will sell pay-per-views, bro. Well, and but, that's the whole thing. I think that's the whole point. Um, right. So Sean, um, Sean versus versus uh, Chito would be the next thing, right? Keep keep the momentum going for for a match. So what would be a better story? What do you want to watch? Do you want to watch 
Sean tried to get revenge on the only person who beat him in the UFC, which he denies happens? Or do you want to see Marab get revenge for his brother? That's always a good storyline, too. And Marab's got Sean's jacket. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a lot of fights coming, a lot of good possibilities, man. So this is good that we have options finally, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I'm to see Aljo lose, but hey, now it's cleared up the division. Now we're going to see some good matchups. You know, yeah. maybe we'll see Aljo and Corey Sanhagen again. Ooh. Ooh, that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see, man. Um, so, anything- what, but, all right. So, I, I uh, just, what was going on in the first round um, of that fight? It was pretty boring, dude. He really, they were just kind of feeling each other out, throwing punches here or there. And then maybe like the last, 30 to 20 seconds, Aljo rushed Sean, got him up against the cage, got him in a clinch, and was holding him there and was throwing some shots, but he wasn't able to take him down. And then the round oh. ended. And okay. then you saw 30 seconds in a round two, that was all Sean needed, you know? Yeah. And then going into the going to their corners, Sean's corner was super confident, dude. They're like, oh, you got this. He's coming to you. Let him come to you. It, basically, they told him just let him come to you and do what you what he was about to do. Like, well, just, yeah, just feed into his game. Yeah. Yep, and that's yeah. exactly what ended up happening, dude. So, so I like when you watch, like, they didn't show the we didn't see that angle, but during the pay per view portion, you see Aljo come in, dude, and it's like he just leads with his head. Yeah. yeah. So it was just an easy target, an easy snipe for Sean. Yeah. The other thing that I, I, I kind of uh, took uh, notice of, dude, like, like last night you and uh, and Ant were, you know, texting or, you know, we're on a group text or whatever, and you guys kept t- texting back and forth. And one of the things that I caught, both of you guys that said that uh, that uh, O'Malley looked nervous when he was coming out, right? Because um, he didn't uh, read the script until he got into the game. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, uh, so, I mean, I don't know what he looked like. I didn't watch it, right? But um so he he really did look nervous, like walking he just out looked, the He just looked like he had no expression. Mm. So to me, when you know when you see that, you're just like, what? There's no like, you're are you? What's going on, dude? Like usually you're pump, you're hype, you know. And even when he got in the cage, he was just either he was really really composed or he was nervous. But that didn't show because as soon as it started, he was ready, dude. He was ready. This is his first headline. headline. It was yeah. Yeah, like he's never headlined an event before. No. So on your first headliner, you're you're headlining for you. He never headlined a, a fight night, nothing like that. Yeah, yeah, no, and and this was this like, dude, this was why I was so upset. Like I hated on this dude for so long because I didn't think like against. I don't think he deserved to fight Yan first of all because he hadn't fought anybody up to that level, you know. But right. then he fought Yan. And I rewatched the Yon fight yesterday, didn't? And I still don't think he won, but they gave it to him. Okay, now in the Yon fight, the one thing that I will say is that he leveled up because mm-hmm. although even though he wasn't better than Yon, he was just as he was able to stay with him. You know what I mean? Yon right. couldn't put him out, and if that would have been a five round fight, dude, I think he would have put Yon out because when he landed that knee on Yon in the third round, he changed Yon. Like that's right. when Yon's confidence went out the window Mm. and then they gave him this fight and somehow some way dude 
Sean is just one of those dudes who's a fucking gamer, bro. Like, yeah. he's ready no matter what. And he impressed the shit out of me, dude. I'm getting chills thinking about it because this, like, he hasn't even hit his ceiling yet, bro. No. Like, oh, he's yes. going to get better. Like, this is amazing. This is so cool to see this kid develop before our eyes because he's, like, yesterday he was, like, a, I mean, this is going to sound whack, but it's, he's, like, a flower blossoming, dude. Like, you see this thing and you're, like, what the shit is that? It's a butt. There's no way. It's a little yeah. butt. That yeah. thing is not going to turn into anything. And then at the end of the night, look at what he did, dude. He painted a mother freaking masterpiece. Yeah. And now he's going to, he's the king of this division and everyone's coming to him, bro. It's going to be fun. And it's still early enough in the year where he could fight one more time if he really wants to. Yeah. He didn't take that much damage. He didn't so. take no damage. He yeah. took no damage. And so he could fight Henry, who's resting from an injury. He could fight Cheeto, who's going to need to heal his hands up because he threw so <laughs> many strikes, but he didn't take too much damage himself. So he could be healed up by December. Yeah. So, yeah. And then we don't know about Marab. We got to find out about Marab's injury and see where he's at and see how long it's going to take him to recover or, or possibly be ready for a camp. I didn't yeah. see his hand wrapped up or anything yesterday. So he might be ready to start training already. So hmm. that could happen super soon, dude. Yeah. So, yeah, that was it, man. UFC 292 wrap-up, bro. Anything else you want to add to this, my man? No, man. Just excited. because, uh, And I'm sorry I missed him. But, yeah, I mean, at least this fight. I mean, But the highlights and the breakdown here definitely helped. I hope it helped in painting a nice visual picture for everybody out there listening. Definitely, man. We'll put up some clips later on in the week. Uh, YouTube's probably going to block all our UFC stuff. So head over to our social media posts. On uh, You can catch us on Instagram at C underscore Combat Crew. Uh, if you're a TikToker, C Combat Crew. Uh, and that's it, bro. That is it. So until next week, Combat Crew out. Have a great week, everyone. Peace. Peace.